this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 31 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast I do each week about art and things and this one's going to be one about the things because it was going to be about Inktober which starts tomorrow but right at the last minute I decided to change it and it's going to be about lucid dreaming and gender but I'm going to cover Inktober a little bit because this week's little art tip is going to be about always trying new things which kind of links in with Inktober so that'll be at the end of the episode you can find show notes and stuff at sophielawson.com and I think it's time for this week's topic so the topic is lucid dreaming and gender this topic came to me this morning because I had another lucid dream which was about it was only a little one about five seconds if that um, and something happened and then when I went to work I I kept thinking about it and that's something I really like about lucid dreams is that when you have a lucid dream it kind of sticks with you and it stays it stays in your head all day and like some of them are really they're quite powerful but but this one was only a little one and it was a false awakening a false awakening is where you wake up and you start doing something like you just do your everyday thing and you'll suddenly realize that something's not quite right and then something will happen and and you'll start questioning this isn't right and then somehow you'll become aware that you're dreaming so you thought you had just woken up um, but you actually were still dreaming and I've, I've had a lot of false awakenings because one of my reality checks is to, whenever I turn on a light switch or turn off a light switch in, in the real world, I always ask myself if I'm dreaming. So now, if I'm ever in a dream and I turn a light switch on, that's when I become lucid. And that's what's quite good about false awakenings is because my false awakenings always happen in my bedroom, one of the first things I always do is turn the light on and in a in a lucid dream the lights don't work so if I turn the light switch on and the light doesn't work then I know I'm dreaming so that's what happened this morning and so what happened was I was I was dreaming and I had really short hair I was lying in bed and I had really really short hair um, like so short that it was shaved and it's the thing the thing is this was so vivid that I can still even now thinking about it I can still feel what the short hair felt like like that stubbly feeling uh, and I was in inside of the dream and I was still dreaming I didn't know I was dreaming but I th- I was thinking to myself why have I got short hair and I couldn't quite work out why I had short hair I was trying to work out if somebody had cut my hair if I had cut my hair so I knew something wasn't right, but I I still wasn't aware that I was dreaming. So I thought, I'm going to get out of bed and look in the mirror to see what's happened to my hair. Um, and the light wasn't on, so I couldn't see anything. So I turned the light on, and at that moment I thought, that's when I realised I was dreaming. But this dream was so vivid that I I was in like denial that I was dreaming. I... I couldn't accept that I was actually dreaming so I went out into the passage and tried that light as well because I was thinking I was thinking there must be something wrong with the lights in my bedroom there's no way this can be a dream but 
but I went out into the passage and that light didn't work either and I was like oh my god I'm actually dreaming and then that's when I had to accept that I was dreaming so I I suddenly became aware that I was dreaming and then I woke up and at first it just felt like any old regular false awakening and I wrote it in my dream diary and then I went to work and I started I started I couldn't stop thinking about it and I started thinking well firstly because the first thing I do is I always try to interpret my dreams so I started thinking did the dream give me short hair because it it knows that because one of my one of my biggest struggles with being transgender is my hair because it's it's got like bold patches and stuff so that's where that's one of the main areas where I still feel like I'm male is with my hair so I wondered whether the dream was testing me by giving me short hair to see how I I would react and in the dream the only feeling I had really was I was just a bit disappointed I was thinking I couldn't work out why I had short hair but I was thinking this is quite annoying because now I'm going to have to wait another couple of years to grow it a bit longer. But I didn't get angry or anything. So the main feeling I had inside of the dream was just one of this is a bit annoying and confusion as to how it happened, how I had the short hair. So then, so when I, when I was at work, I, I was thinking, was the dream trying to test me? Or did the dream give me short hair as a way of making me become lucid? Because I've noticed that the dream... It does do that a lot. It sort of gives you things as if it's trying to help you become lucid. That was what I was thinking. But then I started thinking, this is like related to the gender. Because something that's always bothered me is, like, why was I born transgender? And the first ever self-induced lucid dream that I had, and I spoke about this on the podcast in one of the episodes, the first lucid dream that I ever had it's still probably one of my longest ones. That one, it felt like it went on for about 45 minutes. And what I did inside of that was I, I spoke to the dream itself and was asking it questions. And one of the first questions I ever asked was, why was I born transgender? And I wasn't asking that in a way of like, why was I born transgender? Why me? It wasn't like that. It was more a curiosity of, like what made because I've always been fascinated why are people born transgender because I feel like there must be a reason and this is a little bit of a crazy theory but um, and I haven't really thought about it enough I've only just thought about it today so I'm kind of speaking about it now but I'm thinking what if the dream what if this because I because I also have this feeling ever since lucid dreaming I've I'm becoming more and more convinced that what we are inside of, what we think is real, I'm convinced that this is just another lucid, this is like another lucid dream to a character outside of the dream. So like inside of a dream, we have our dream characters and then, so there's us in bed sleeping and then we have inside of our head all these dream characters. So I'm thinking that we are kind of like a dream character to somebody else who's outside of the dream world lying in bed who isn't us and that might sound a bit weird but that's kind of just what I feel and so I started thinking what if the like I would call it like my creator because I guess like my the people that I'm dreaming about in my dream 
to some extent I have to be creating them. So I'm sort of I'm sort of thinking like the person who is dreaming me is my creator. So I started thinking, what if my creator is a female, but she's currently dreaming of me. So she's currently dreaming about a male character and like somebody who is transgender is somebody who's ever so slightly become aware inside of this reality and they've 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 sort of become aware that they're not that something's not quite right so how this links in with my false awakening is in that false awakening i became aware that my hair wasn't short anymore but because i was still dreaming i i wasn't quite sh- i couldn't quite work out what was going on and i feel like this could be the same thing so what happens is you the character that you are in this reality which you think is real it like momentarily becomes aware that it is actually a female but it can't it can't work it out because it's not fully aware but it's just like this momentary like realization of what you really are i feel like that could be that could explain that could explain the feeling to me of why i've always felt like i'm I should be a female when I'm when I was born a male that to me would kind of explain it in that it's what it is is you are you are the creator lying in bed dreaming itself into a dream character of the opposite gender not aware that it's dreaming but having a momentary feeling of what it of its true gender and that's what brings this strange confusing feeling of feeling that you're in the wrong that you should be like a female when you're a male and that's that to me would explain a little bit about being transgender and it would also explain why some people are born transgender it's just because it's like why when when you have a dream and let's say you have a dream and you dream of being a dinosaur why do you dream of being a dinosaur just because so it could be that the reason you're born transgender is just because just because your creator is having a dream of a transgender character transgender is very weird in that it's a feeling where you know you're in you know that you're something's not right it's very hard to explain um but it's a very deep feeling so i'm i'm thinking like what if my creator is a female and she's dreaming about um she's dreaming herself inside of a male body and so she's not she's not aware of what is happening but the dream character which is me i'm starting to become aware so she's starting to become aware of what's going on and so i'm thinking what if people who are born transgender are are simply people are simply dream characters who are ever so slightly aware that their creator is the opposite gender and and so then I start thinking about this and I start thinking because if this is the way it is it wouldn't actually even matter what your gender is um this would really allow for a very deep sort of acceptance either way because you could if that's the way it is and you know that when you wake up for real you're going to be waking up in the correct gender you could look at it and say well if this is the way it is and this is just a dream 
then why not enjoy this life as the opposite gender and just experience life as the opposite gender and see see what it feels like knowing that you're going to wake up as the as the correct gender but then you can turn it the other way and say if this is just a dream then that means anything is possible and so why not have this dream be a dream where you sync up your body with the creator and maybe that's what will allow the creator to become fully lucid inside of the dream Um, and that might be what this is all about it might be that the creator keeps dreaming all these different dream characters until one of them finally wakes up and when that dream character wakes up that will allow the creator to wake up so like how if we wake up it's like how if if a dream character inside of the dream wakes up it allows us to wake up inside of the dream it could be that if we wake up inside of this dream it will allow the creator to wake up it could be this never-ending loop of um, characters waking up to allow the character above them to wake up (laughs) that'd be quite funny actually so like i said this is a theory that's just very fresh in my head and i'm trying to work it out but i do feel like there could be something to it there could be something linked to um like all these different realities because i'm convinced that something's going on like that i'll be really interested to see if you had any thoughts about this because i feel like gender is a very it's a very confusing thing um it is a very confusing thing but it's it's also kind of like a dream in that gender isn't really real it's only real because we've said it and i'm i'm convinced that whatever we really are the spirit which i think that would be even above the creator because i feel like the creator would just be a dream character for another something else (laughs) i think it would just keep going on forever but at some place there would have to be an original source of like a spirit which you could say would probably be like the oneness but that thing wouldn't have a gender i don't think i think that thing if it splits itself up to become all these different people it's it's then that the genders would be created so i feel like even at the source i feel like the source of everything is non-gendered so i I just feel like it's kind of fascinating to me i'm gonna i'm gonna keep thinking about this and i might um actually have to write it down to try to process it a bit more but i just wanted to talk about it because i thought it was quite quite fascinating and but that false awakening was so amazing and i had forgotten just how confusing it can be to to wake up inside of a false awakening because like i said you are convinced that what you are inside of is real even though you know it's not and so like you you have this moment of extreme sort of denial and it's it feels like almost it's a moment where your brain can't quite handle what's happening because because everything is so real and like i said running my hand through my short hair the stubbly hair it felt so real it felt more real than real and so if that is the way it is and that isn't real because because it was a dream you just have to start wondering if what we are inside of right now is also a dream Um, and it's one of these things you have to experience it to really understand this reality could just be another dream 
But what also happens is um, I start thinking if this reality is, if this reality does turn out to be like a top level dream, imagine when that happens. Like, And it might be that when you die, that's when you sort of wake up and realise that what you was inside of was a dream. But just imagine how how much that is going to blow your mind because <laughs> i don't feel like i don't feel like our brains would be able to handle that like i know what it feels like when you wake up inside of a lucid dream and realize you're dreaming when you were convinced that it was real but like to wake up to realize that this reality would be a dream that would just be on such a whole another level that i don't know whether our brains could handle it so i'd be absolutely fascinated to see what's going to happen when that does happen um so but that's basically this week's topic it's all about lucid dreaming and gender and i was also going to talk about something else sort of related which is these if anyone knows what this is it's please please like let me know because um these are not dreams or they don't feel like dreams but they don't feel like being awake it's a really weird thing that i absolutely love but been experiencing this for the last few weeks now and I've actually experienced them inside of meditations and inside of dreams mainly during the and they call it the hypnagogic phase which is where you're transitioning from being awake to asleep but um, I always thought like the hypnagogic thing was all about random shapes and stuff but this is really weird in that it's I'll be lying in bed and I'm fully aware that I'm in bed I can feel my body in bed and everything and I'm not dreaming but suddenly I will get and it always seems to be inside of like a little wormhole as if I'm peering into something and what will happen is I have this crystal clear vision and it's really it is it is absolutely it's just um it's another one of those things which is like more real than real it's it's absolutely crystal clear and but it will be really random things and i'll just have these visions of stuff so like one of them the other day was i had this crystal clear vision of um the texture of tarmac so i was walking along a path and i could just see in really extreme detail all of the texture of this tarmac and the thing is i'm lying in bed looking at this knowing that I'm lying in bed, but also fully inside of this, like, um, vision. So that's the thing, you're not, it's not, you're not just seeing it, you're actually, you can feel yourself inside of it, but it's not a dream, it doesn't feel like a dream. So I don't really know what that is. Um, and I had another one last night where, well, I had, I had one yesterday inside of a meditation where I suddenly saw this lady turning her head away from me and walking away. I was trying to reach out to her, but she just kept walking. And the thing with these are, it's it's like you're on a very, it's like you're on a, a, you're balancing between staying there and popping back. Because if you become aware that you're inside of it, or if it's if you try really hard to stay there, you'll end up popping out of it. So you have to sort of stay there. You have to be aware that you're there, but also not put any attention on it so that you can stay there. Um, that's the only way I can describe that 
And what happened with this one was I tried so hard to reach out to her that I popped out of it. And and then I start thinking, what was that? <laughs> I start thinking, what was that? Because it was, it was like so so viv- vivid. And then last night I had another one, and this one I was I saw a little cer- like I saw the little wormhole open up, and inside of it I saw my hands on a desk. Um, it looked like it was making things, creating things, and moving paper around. And again, it was one of these things where I was looking at it thinking, this is unbelievable, because this, it's, I can't really explain it, but it's as if you could reach into it and sort of feel it. So if anyone knows what that is, because it's definitely not a dream, um, and if it is hypnagogic, then I actually want to get more into that, because it's, I'd love to be able to stay there for a long time, because these things, they only last for maybe two minutes maximum and yeah they, I normally end up waking up from them um, and just having a feeling of like confusion as to what it was so that's something else and I suppose I might as well talk about another lucid dream because I just remembered um, last week this will be a brief one so I was again it's all about wormholes because I was inside of a dream I became aware I know what it was. I was inside of a dream, jumping around on top of buildings as if I was in a video game. And I jumped off the building because I realised I was dreaming. Um, And as I jumped off the building, I suddenly zoomed towards this, like, white light in the distance. um, And it looked like a wormhole. But as I was going towards it, I was veering off to the right. And I knew that if I didn't get back into that, like, wormhole... I knew that I was going to wake up, so I really, like, focused on getting into this wormhole, and I was able to get through it, and I popped out into, it was like a dream, it was a dream, but it was, um, you know, like, when you're doing a painting, the first phase of a painting, it's just blocks of colour, so it's all, it doesn't really, it doesn't really look like anything, it's just, like I said, big blocks of colour, well, this is how this dream started out, it was just all these blocks of colour and I couldn't really see anything and then slowly it came into focus and I realised that I was floating on top of like a big ocean um, but I realised, I saw this little little ship just floating in the water and I thought, oh, that's it just looked really quite cute, this little boat and then all of a sudden the water started getting a bit rough and this little boat started getting rocked about Um, And I think it tipped over. And I thought, (laughs) ah. And then all of a sudden this this big massive pirate ship come into view. And what it is, is my current goal is to try to meet this lady called Sula. Because months and months ago I had a dream. And a voice inside of the dream said, seek out Sula. And I didn't know what it meant. And I spent a few weeks trying to find Sula online. Um, and I just couldn't find anything. And then a few weeks ago I thought, why don't I try to find her inside of a dream? So that's what I've been trying to do recently. But it's it's proven to be like really hard. And But inside of this dream, I shouted out Sula. I'm not sure if... I, I think I might have shouted out Sula first. And then this pirate ship spawned. I think that's what happened. Um, so I... 
so then this pirate ship there so i knew that sula was on on this ship but what happened was the warp was getting really rough and suddenly this voice from above this female voice and i i want to say i think it was this lady sula but i'm not sure but she started saying where is your universe where is your universe but she was being quite aggressive with it but it wasn't horrible it wasn't evil it was more like she was trying to make me really ask the question where is my universe but because of the way she was saying it even though it wasn't um scary or nothing for some reason it made me feel a bit on edge and that's what woke me up so i never i never got to go onto this little pirate ship to see what was on there but i woke up from that and i just thought why was she saying where is your universe and then and i guess in a weird way that kind of links in with what i was saying earlier whereby like our creator because i think we i i'm believe i believe we each have our own creator and so it might be that our creator is inside of this other universe and so like the dream character inside of that dream was saying where is your universe try to work out where your creator is <laughs> That's just what I just suddenly thought about that, but that's that's enough for lucid dreams. I think it's all just so. I just find lucid dreaming the most one of the most fascinating things ever. So I, I'm going to keep talking about it on the podcast. And I was also thinking about starting up because I've on my YouTube channel, which I've started putting videos on now, and I'm thinking after Inktober, so starting in November. I'm thinking about starting a monthly video where I just talk about lucid dreaming um, and then that way I could probably um, become a bit more focused on lucid dreaming and talking about it. Um, So that's what I'm thinking about doing. So it might be that these lucid dreams end up um, finding their home on that video. But that's it really for this week's topic, all about lucid dreaming and gender. And that means it is time for this week's little art tip. And this week's little art tip is about always trying new things or things. <laughs> and it goes, it kind of links in with Inktober, which is the 31 day drawing challenge for October, which starts tomorrow. And you have to do 31 drawings over the 31 days of October using inks and it's something i've never done before and so in like preparation for the challenge i've been buying a few art supplies so the other day i went and bought i was buying some little sketchbooks and i wanted to buy a new mechanical pencil and this is quite funny because this little art tip is all about trying new things but going into the art shop and buying a new mechanical pencil I actually picked up and purchased the exact same mechanical pencil that I've already got. So even though I was buying a new pencil, like there was still part of me that wanted to stick with what I knew. And I think that's one of the problems that we have is like we want to stay with what's familiar because it's it's comfortable, I guess. But with art challenges, it pushes you out of your comfort zone and it's all about trying new things. And while I was in the art shop, I saw this, it's called a Tombow calligraphy pen, but it's basically a a brush pen. 
and I purchased it without even trying it because I love Tombow. They make the mono eraser pen, which is, I think that's probably my favourite um, art tool. And I've spoke about that before on the podcast, but I'll put links in the show notes to everything. But so I knew that I know that Tombow make amazing things. And I thought, like, I might as well try a, a new sort of brush pen. So I bought this brush pen. And then when I got home, I just I pulled out a piece of printer paper and started messing about with this brush pen. And it was amazing. And it made me feel really excited because this brush pen is... I made a video on my YouTube channel, which I'll link to in the show notes. But it was just so exciting to be trying a new tool. And it's the randomness of this pen. That's what really makes it exciting to me. And it was then that I realised that it's really important to be trying new things because it's when you try new things that you can, that's when you can have the most fun because you can play and experiment. And you don't, because you're trying something new, you don't really know what you're doing. But it's when you don't know what you're doing that you do the best things, I think. <laughs> so that's what inspired me to for this week's little art tip. And... Like I said, I'm, it's got me really excited for Inktober now because in a weird way, even though there's the fear of failure, it also makes me realise that there is no failure because how can you fail if you don't know what you're doing? So this week's little art tip also comes with a mini challenge and it is to go into your local art shop this week and pick up a random art tool or something that you've never used before and then go home and just play around with it and... I think if you're like me and you get stuck in your ways of using the same art tools over and over again, doing something like that can be quite refreshing and inspiring. So that's this week's little art tip, which is to always try new things. I hope you liked it. I think that's it for this week's podcast as well. You can find show notes and stuff at sophielawson.com. You can find videos at youtube.com slash sophielawson. And if you have any comments or anything, you can send a message at sophielawson.com slash contact or leave a message in the comments on YouTube. And I think that's it. So all that's left is this week's inspirational quote and it goes to Alan Watts. And it is, if we really saw that it was an illusion, we'd all be happy in our big dream. Alan Watts. Alan Watts.